is Marty, and I want to officially welcome you to my world. I was broken, I was hurting, and I didn't know how to change it. Over the next couple of minutes, I'm going to share with you exactly what I did to go from the old Marty to learning to love myself again, taking back my health, my mind and my life from anxiety, and truly living an anxiety-free life. This journey wasn't easy, but it was definitely worth it. And I can vividly remember when I didn't know where to start or even what to do. It's like I wanted to be there and I didn't want to be there at the same time. I was slowly drowning in beer and bourbon. It was about September 2015 and we were at our bar. I wanted to join them. I wanted to be having fun and I wanted to be a part of these memories. But there were more important things in life. Things like what were they thinking, what were they saying, what they were, what were they saying about me, what were they thinking about me, what were they saying about me behind my back, what were they thinking about me behind my back, was it as bad as I heard them say about other people behind their backs, or was it worse? What would their faces look like if I said this, what would they think if I said this, would they hate me, would they hate me like they did in high school? Would I be friendless again and rejected at the end of the day? Cast out like I was when I announced that I was moving to yet another school. All of these thoughts kept echoing in my mind, keeping me paralysed in that corner. There are pictures and memories that I'm not a part of, and worse, that there are times that it's like I wasn't even there. You'd think that these moments would motivate me to get my life together, to just stop coping with all my problems and issues and take responsibility for a reality that I was creating for myself. But it didn't, because how I got to this point was much more complicated than simply stress and anxiety. It's much more complicated when you add rejection and being cast out into the mix. It's much more complicated when you live in, in isolation and disconnected and add gambling and alcohol addiction into this messed up recipe. And so I'm gonna share with you how I wanted to be anywhere else. So how is it that I actually got here? It needs to be said that I know I'm not the only one that's been through this type of turmoil. I know I'm not the only one who's experienced major pain, loss and heartache from suicide, depression and rehab. And I know that I'm the only one who has broken down and stayed down there for way too long, who was broken and cast out and hopeless, and who took all these issues and emotions out on others. So even though it hurts to go back, this message isn't for me, it's for you. And one day my life turned on its head, I blacked out and came to, my head pillowed on my boots, I wasn't equipped to deal with any of what life had thrown at me. I started secretly drowning my emotions in alcohol, all of my anger, sadness, frustration, brokenheartedness, and pain, and I tried to kill it all with booze. Red wine, beer, bourbon, homemade grog. It's just a downward spiral, and it felt so good. So good, and so fun, and so much of a relief that I didn't want to control it. 
It's only later that I began to find shelter from the chaos, exactly after I hit rock bottom. So I'm going to share with you exactly how hard I hit that rock bottom, and I'm going to open up and share some things that no one at the time knew I was going through, not even my closest friends or family. Let's revisit it together. Rock bottom was three and a half years ago, and it all came to a head when one night I was out at a bar. Earlier that day I had given a speech and just absolutely nailed it. I was riding a high that would soon come crashing down, and the problem was that at that point I'd basically given up on sleep to create this presentation. I was emotionally crazy, and writing an almost manic episode that lasted about two days, I didn't want to sleep, and the lows had also been so bad that I never wanted this high point of anxiety to end. In fact, where our story starts, I've been awake for 41 hours, using most of that time to create and edit a group presentation that I'll be giving with three other people later that evening. And it's that end of the year at university. So we were going out for drinks after, as was the last session of the year. Usually none of this would be a problem, but with the drinks came this other thing called socialising with a bunch of people I didn't know and I wasn't really good at. So I drank a few drinks and drank a few more and then talked a little and then drank a bit more and a friend turned up so we drank and played pool. And slowly as the evening faded into night and time wore on, more people trickled in and as they did, the beer and the other alcohol flowed more and more. So the alcohol kept flowing and I got started in on some cheap and great tasting sangria. I don't remember what me- most of what happened later, but I do remember stepping outside for a breather. My internal clock was telling me that I had to get home before I passed out or threw up and made a mess for others to clean up yet again. So I started on the journey home. But at about halfway up the path, I stopped and fell, telling myself that I just wanted to rest for a minute. My knee was skinned, my hands were grazed, and then I went out cold passed out on the footpath. My mates noticed me as they were going home and I was on the ground out cold with a security guard kicking me in the ribs with his foot to see whether or not I was conscious. My mates got me up and got me home and I was in and out the whole trip, in and out of consciousness. But what I do remember was unlocking the door. I was actually conscious enough to unlock the door and get in. But Else I had to be carried down the stairs, which I would have fallen down if I tried walking or stumbling down them on my own. I was carried down the stairs and I got into my room, got my boots off, but ended up passing out on top of them. I woke up the next morning feeling better after having a sleep, however forced it was, and made a decision. And that decision guided me over the last three years. It started this whole journey off and led me to where I am today. I was tired of being out of control and having huge anxiety with the drinking and gambling inside my relationship with my family and my friends and being scared of crowds and scared of new people, unable to connect with them socially. It was affecting my work and I was just really not dealing with it very well unless I was especially courageous or really drunk. I was tired of people not understanding and wanted to make myself understood 
to take the people who said they understood and to punch them and to scream at them to let them know that they really didn't. I wanted to be certain about how I felt everywhere in my life and to have the power to create my own peace and to no longer feel the chaotic storm of emotions and freak out at the same things that normal people who didn't have anxiety wouldn't. To be stable again and to respond in a way that would be rational and level-headed and not emotional anymore. Or at least not as driven by emotions as it was when I had anxiety. And to not freeze anymore. Every time that I socialised there seemed to be this same pattern but different booze involved. Beer, wine, sangria, bourbon, whiskey, rum, cocktails. Every night it would go on on until my eyes couldn't stay awake any longer. And then I'd stumble my way to bed, passing out the minute I hit the pillow. I was miserable, I was depressed, and desperate for a way out. It was the bottom of rock bottom, and I started replaying whole scenarios in my head. My teeth began to grit together harder and harder each time I thought about them. And I felt anger come over me and all sorts of emotions, all sorts of thoughts started screaming in my head about how miserable I was, how tired I was of it, how sick I was of it, hating the way I was living, hating what was happening, that I couldn't do the things I used to love and I couldn't control the things that were happening. And in that moment I finally broke. So... After I broke, I started to find my way out of the hole. And as I broke, a flood of emotions came pouring out of me all at once. And I felt something inside me switch. And I heard my mind saying things that I'd given up hope for long ago. That I wanted to feel good about things again. To have my confidence back. To have the energy and happiness I once did. To have everything back the way it was. To be able to do the things that I loved again. And I felt immediately overwhelmed when I started looking for answers. I'd finally decided that I was going to be free from anxiety. But there was still one more question to be answered. What, what the hell do I do now? And I sat there and realised I had no clue how to do it. I didn't know how to stop any of the self-talk, any of the negativity, or stop a panic attack, or feel good about things again. And so I started and tracking the journey, and everything that had an impact on me, and moved the needle of results. Everything to do with fears and phobias, and everything that I did to treat anxiety. Everything about addictions, and alcohol, and everything that I studied. I tracked every little detail. Even how people walked, how people with power walked. And I didn't really realise it at the time, but tracking and recording all of it and tracking everything that made a difference as it happened became the secret strategy to living an anxiety-free life. This whole process that I went through the record that I have of it. 
thinking about how it actually worked out now and how it all started being mapped out in a simple folder on my hard drive it's kind of crazy to think about the journey over the last three years and how it started from how it started to how it is now and how life is just completely different and so now that I've shared with you how I finally gained momentum for what could have become for what would become an anxiety free life and living an anxiety free life next thing I did was venture out in the world expecting to find all the answers and expecting to conquer my anxiety and so I thought I was taking the right first step but I got sucked into the hole the hole made the journey far longer and more painful because there was no one there to guide me to get the results that I wanted and everything that I had to work out not just dealing with and removing different addictions and impulses and behaviors but dealing with everything that was darker all the desires and emotions that I felt the anger and resentment at people who talked like they had the experience when I could tell they were lying and although they said or they understood or even pretended to understand where I was at the end of the day I knew that the place that I was speaking of turned out to be all words and lip service and they didn't have results or actions or experiences that they could share so I was feeling despaired and tiny beads of sweat were dripping down my face as I went through product after product and found the same lack of results for each one hope for my freedom and anxiety hope for my freedom from anxiety was fading more and more with each one that I went through this black hole of no answers that I fell deeper and deeper into got deeper and darker and so I started to pick up stuff over time that sounded like it might get results and I started to piece it together creating a puzzle that eventually became the answer I never once forgot that moment of feeling overwhelmed that moment of feeling lost and frustrated I didn't set out wanting to do something to change the situation for everyone out there who right now is probably feeling like I used to and so I wanted to help you do exactly what I did so rather than having a result at the end of the day you'll have a dream to work towards and so everything's in one place for you and you'll have everything you need to live an anxiety free life all the techniques the philosophies and the strategies and every truth that you need to know about overcoming anxiety all in one place because that's what I needed and it didn't exist for me so I created it I was only trying to help myself and now I want to help you if you're struggling with the same things I was although I wanted the fastest way out of this situation when I was looking for something that would give me the fastest results I bought everything and anything still searching for my answer and although you can buy all the products in the world the one thing you can't buy is the results 
So along this journey, I'm going to share with you some of the things that helped me during this super embarrassing time in my life in the hopes that you'll never have to go through it yourself. When I was creating this podcast, I was scared of revealing so much of my life and so much of my experiences to others, of exposing abuse and injury and addiction and all the other experiences that I've had in my life. So I hope you come and join me for a podcast and experience that is ultimately going to change your life. Want to support this podcast and live an anxiety-free life? What would it be like for you to live an anxiety-free life? Are you still struggling with anxiety? Is the stress and the panic attacks just too much? If you want to speed up your success and results, then I'd like to help you with a special anxiety-free life blueprint where we work together so you get the exact plan for power and confidence, knowing exactly what you want, why you want it, where you want to go, what that looks like, and how you'll make that happen. Discover any hidden problems that are in the way and slowing down your progress. Slowing down your progress. You'll get results at last, and you'll leave this session feeling renewed, inspired, and full of energy and power you want to finally get the freedom from anxiety you deserve. And you'll find all that at anxietyfreelifeblueprint.com.